seven. Uh, my name is Anne Daramola, and I'm going to be your host today. I am joined by panel, a slim panel, but a dope panel this evening. I think so. First, we have Jermaine, full-time software systems engineer, founder of DatCode, and lover of whiskey. I'm actually drinking a margarita tonight. Okay. um, Slacking. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) But um, if you were drinking a whiskey, what would you be drinking? Probably Jameson. So I I didn't think I had any like liquor at all. So I went to the store and I was like, I don't have a margarita tonight. Got home and I still got like a bottle of Jameson. So, you know. Wow. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Welcome. Um, And then also... (laughs) Mr. Still Your IP, a.k.a. Mark, also joining us today. Uh, Mark, what are you sipping on? I just threw together some bullet with some simple strawberry lemonade. You know, it tastes good. Okay. It's cool. Mm. It's about 20 ounces of it. So this podcast should be fun. 20 ounces. Yeah. (laughs) Like like that other one. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) The other one. So if you don't know the one we're talking about, I think it's episode five. It was mm-hmm. legendary. So <laughs> I encourage you to go um, listen to two hours of us basically talking shit and uh, then drunk. Hey, we, we, we speak for all the nerds out there. All the nerds of color, you know? Listen, representing for all the nerds of color who never thought that there was anybody else in the game until that code. <laughs> uh, just kidding. But no, I've heard a lot of really good things from people in the community who've been saying how they they may be lurking, but they like to come into the Slack because, you know, they know somebody's going to be saying something. The conversation is live. So if you have not joined that code, I highly um, encourage, suggest that you do so fix that and join us uh today right now stop listening and join us if you have if you ever need a reason to waste time at work and laugh take some relieve some stress come check us out and what channel we we normally pop in random random channel we pop (laughs) (laughs) it's true it's true and you, if you're the only black person at work, um, you will stick out even more. So just listen. It, it, it is safe for work most of the time, um, but it's it's a really fun place to be because you'll be laughing and nobody else around you will know why you're laughing. It's, it's just, it's, there's nothing wrong with that. You can bring your nothing full self to datcode.io. Bring your mm-hmm. full self. <laughs> Um, yeah, so like I said, my name is Anne. I'll be hosting tonight. Um, it's a really slim panel. We miss um, Trey and Stephanie, um, but hopefully, we'll get another full panel next week. We'll hold it down for the culture, though, right? For the culture, yeah. The All right, culture. let's talk about things that are amazing really quickly. Um, first of all, today is National Wine Day. Did y'all know that? I did not know that, huh? But like, I should have a, a margarita. Yeah, nice. <laughs> what does that have to do with wine, though? Absolutely like... nothing. I but think you said wine. Alcohol in it. 
No, no, no. Wine. W I N E. Wine. Um, do you know what else? Do you know what rhymes with wine? Wine, as in W H I N E. Right? Right. Right. It's like it's like two different words, but they sound like How about exactly rhyme. Wait, 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 what? Wait, what'd you say? Rhyme. R H I N R I. Are you just are you just making I up think words? So. I think I'm making up words. Okay. Okay, okay. That's that's fair enough because this is the English language we're talking about. You can do whatever you want, apparently. Because <laughs> it's trash. Thank you. So we talked about this a little bit uh, last week, um, but it, it was it was actually brought up by Anne in the Slack group. Um, so yeah, I definitely wanted to hear her opinion. <laughs> she couldn't make it last week, but we're gonna dip back into this this uh trash language real quick just yeah (laughs) just real quick real quick like i was saying wine w-h-i-n-e you don't pronounce the h right so my theory is just that the english language just has just a bunch of extra letters that are unnecessary so Mm -hmm. we don't need the letter q for example i believe you guys talked about that last week and Mm -hmm. i don't think we need the letter c Right? Because we got oh. K, we got the letter okay, X. Yep. We probably don't need X <laughs> because X is spelled <laughs> E-K-S. So essentially, the English language is a, a language of empire. So it kind of just assimilates whatever it can and people come and do whatever they want to with the language. So you have all sorts of ways to pronounce things and say things that get standardized and one of my favorite things to to or my favorite arguments to to make fun of um, is when somebody writes something wrong and instead of somebody to attack the argument they'll attack the spelling uh, Mm because it's just low-hanging fruit it's really easy Um, Mm -hmm. but English is just it's a really difficult language to learn first of all for those of us who are not native speakers, English is just, there are no rules. It's the wild, wild west with the English language. Um, but I would feel like homonyms if, really killed that. That would really fuck somebody up trying to learn. Them. Yeah. But the thing is, well, English is not the only language with the, hom- with the homonyms. Um, even Yoruba, uh, my first language, you can have the same word spelled the same way but it's pronounced in mm-hmm. different ways and so it means the it means different things based on how you intonate so um there's that but at least it's you, it's expected it's it there's a rule to it whereas the english language you'll have just random letters in random places that don't mean anything for example mm-hmm. the word friend right F R E N D, that's it. But they want to put an I in there and mess it up <laughs> for everyone. So it should be pronounced friend, but that's not how it's pronounced. It's pronounced friend. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I've thought about this. I agree a lot. So there, there's my rant. Um, and then we, when you even say it, you don't even say like. The D on the end, at least like I don't know. 
Uh, like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> you just say friend. She's my friend. What a friend. She's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> So that's like even shorter. That's like four letters. Which brings me to another point. The fact that black people have turned the English trash language into something joyful sometimes, something Mm -hmm. humorous, something beautiful. So Mm -hmm. here's the deal. English is not my first language. um, And American English is not even my second language. I grew up in Compton. So my second language is African American vernacular English. So when you talk about code switching, I can code switch from my, you know, my Niger accent. So I can be, I can be talking like this for whatever reason with whatever people I need to be talking about like this, like this, like this. <laughs> and then, and it also depends on where, where I am. If I'm in the church, I speak one certain way. If I'm, if I'm with my friends, I speak another way. I'm with my parents, I speak another way. But then... I come out to the club, you know, I'm with my homegirls or whatever. We about to get lit and all of that. And all that just comes out. And that's my second, that's the second language I learned. So English benefits from black people. Like we just make this language so amazing. Mm -hmm. So amazing. There's a woman on Twitter. Her name is Eve... Okay, can't pronounce you it. Yes, thank you. Because, yeah, from Chicago. Yes, from Chicago. She's got a mm-hmm. really great article about how um, there's, um, you know, how people say, I've been there. What kind of tense is that? I've been there. I've been to where he was. It's like this future past tense. Like we're in mm-hmm. the future, but we're mm-hmm. also in the present, but we're also in the past. That's mm-hmm. all the English language there. And I don't, that's all African-American vernacular English. And I don't think that we're going to survive these orange years without some of that language making its way into our, into our critique, (laughs) I suppose, of Mm -hmm. um, Darth Orange, as Jermaine would put it. So how have you guys been kind of dealing with that in your own, in your own way? Have you guys been, I guess, coping? Like for me, I've been watching all um so in in nigeria we call it bants um another word for it is the dozens uh or roasting or shade or read yeah, of, yeah, yeah. of gotcha. um all the people that's what i've been i've been just like i can't watch i can't listen to any of the silly or the serious stuff because it makes me so angry so i just go to the humor and the memes what about you guys yeah um i think that I am a masochist because even though I hate reading the news and reading all the insanity, I can't like look away because I feel like I need to know, like regardless. Um, so, and I, I, I don't, I don't even know if you would call it coping, but I mean, I just have to like read everything. Like I have to know and, and then I vent. <laughs> so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll post something to like, um, I think today I had posted something about um, uh, Mr. Uh, Ben Carson. I actually have a name for him too, uh, Sponge Ben Carson Pants, because, um, <laughs> and I'll explain because um, you know he he's you know this you know this brilliant you know uh, brain surgeon or whatever, but he just doesn't seem to know anything else. And it's kind of 
analogous to SpongeBob, who is like this amazing fry cook, but he just like <laughs> doesn't know much else, and he's kind of like a kid. Um, so that's why Carson knows white supremacy and how to align. He knows that. He knows that. Bye. So um, I think uh, either either yesterday, but um, I read the article today. But um, he wanted to say that being poor is a mindset, which doesn't really gel well with me. I'm kind of um, ambivalent towards people that try and do that, try and like, you know, shame poor people and stuff like that. So I was just went on this kind of long rant in the uh, Slack group, and that's pretty much what I do. Um, I don't think it's like that healthy, but um, you know, I feel somewhat better now that I've gotten those thoughts like out of my head and I can, you know, go to You should do else, it but, um, at white people. That's what I'll be doing at work now. Oh. At white people <laughs> at yeah, work? it's crazy because I for the longest time since I'm like management, I've been kind of just holding back and not saying anything. But it's just it just reaches this breaking wow. point. It's like fuck that. You got white people. I, I'm now. definitely well now. Like I dare I dare y'all to pardon. Like <laughs> Wow. See, I think I would do that when I get to your level. But see, right now I'm not like a you know a task leader or anything, so kind of gotta. Why? And then keep I'm the you know I'm at a I'm yeah I gotta keep the job. And then um there, there's actually a couple people that I do um, talk politics about, and I'm always you know you're always weary of talking politics in, in the workplace, but um you know they're they're very liberal minded, so um are they it was really interesting when. Um, <laughs> okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm giving them too much credit. I, I assume they are, but um, you know, I, I heard them talking, and um, you know, not not really. And I, I guess after I heard them talking about it, I kind of wondered if they were saying it because I was in the room. But they were very aware of, um, you know, it being like a backlash. Uh, towards uh, Barack Obama being president or whatever. Uh, they were very candid about, um, you know, everything going on and how it's just a uh, direct, I guess, response to, you know, the last eight years or whatever. Um, so I guess, I guess that, even though I was still kind of, um, you know, skeptical, I guess hearing them say that kind of gave me a bit more relief to talk to them about politics or whatever. Um, but there's still, there's still a couple of people. Where I'm like, uh, I don't think I'm going to have this conversation with you. And I'm definitely not going to tell them about themselves. <laughs> I'm at work. I'm not going to do that. Um, you definitely have to but, uh, choose your battles. I think yeah. I don't think Mark is choosing his battles. It sounds like everything is a battle. We're gonna <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's got a war. So like, God of like, War. You know what? You right. You right. Every- um, <laughs> so, uh, for the listener, um, that's one of our podcast episode titles. So go look up that one, God of War, and you'll understand um, why Mark has to fight every single battle. <laughs> that's a good one too. That's. Uh, that's I mean, that's it's, it's only so much of uh, whining you can hear, but at the same time, them saying justifying their family putting us in this situation 
before you you snap and say something, right? Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess yeah. I reached my breaker point a few weeks ago, and I'm just like, fuck it, I'm just going to shut down every conversation they have about this shit and call their family what their family really are, which are bigots, you know. And people what just really, mm-hmm. when I do that, they kind of they kind of stop the conversation and just go back to their work. You know what I mean? Cause Trump would do something crazy like take away Planned Parenthood or, or do something that directly affects them and their families. But they still talk about how their mother or their father or their cousins or whomever still cast their ballot for this situation. And I'm like, well, it's partly your fault. I think for me, when... And Stephanie talked about this um, a couple of podcasts ago when... Trump announced his candidacy. Every everybody I know, everybody on my squad, that's S K W O D, everybody on <laughs> my squad was like, yo, this is not funny. But white people were out here making memes. He was on like the Nate Nate Night show. They weren't taking him seriously. And he was out here saying some really wild things. And at that point, I was like, this is this is not funny. Like, I was listening to people who had been studying authoritarian governments um, before, who had who had experienced and lived under authoritarian governments, and they were like, actually, this is fascism um, light. You guys, why are, why are people making fun of it? Why are people using joke uh, humor to talk about this? And fast forward to today, and I feel like people are still doing the same thing. Uh, they're still using humor and there's to me the humor is a double-edged thing and in one in one sense like I'm not like you Jermaine I cannot listen to this man's voice I refuse to even mention his name like I don't watch him every time he comes up on the talk start talking about him on the radio I switch to urban radio and I listen to some crappy future song because (laughs) I'd rather that than than whatever he has to say but it just doesn't seem as if people that like the way that people are treating him, they don't seem to have the sense of urgency that I would like to see um, from people who realize that he's not just an idiot, but he's actually a terror in many ways to a lot of people's life. Like he's caused terror in a lot of people's lives. So that kind of humor that, you know, even the, like the memes that came out out of his visit to the Pope, I'm looking at that. I'm like, yo, this is, this is not funny <laughs> to me. It's not funny. And so mm-hmm. I'm always like trying to balance that need for catharsis. Cause I feel like that's what humor does versus the, the need for urgency to action, which is where I'm like, I'm in like strategy mode, 24, seven, 365. And to me, humor is a distraction sometimes. Uh, so I'm always trying to like figure out like, can I laugh about this or am I really like how do how do we figure that out? So and there's different. I think there's different communities that allow you to be a little more laxed. Like I think if you're in the black space and black people see something and black people have this shared pain or this shared experience a shared american experience that we all that we all know about and when we tell a joke about it it comes from that core so we can laugh at it but at the same time we know this shit not really funny we we're using that laugh to say damn we just 
something's gotta, you know, something's gotta make us feel good, or we're just gonna go crazy. Yeah, it's catharsis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, I think it really, it really depends on the the company, the community you're in. So it, it, it'd be very difficult for me to laugh about these things with uh, with my coworkers. Absolutely. Well, right, right. So context matters yeah. when the humor comes up. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. so funniest thing you've seen about the Darth Orange months so far? Uh, man. Um, <laughs> you know what? I'm always tripping out when um, Melania just like <laughs> just like shades him real quick, like. What? I think there was there was a couple there was a couple uh videos this week where um he he tried to like console her in in public or whatever and she's just like swatting his hand away like oh, oh, don't don't touch she's me like, re- she's like really like avoiding him or whatever wow um, knowing he ain't really about shit so that always chips me out um and uh yeah I mean hmm. I don't. Not now that I think about it, I don't really, um, I guess, partake in the Darth Orange memes that mm-hmm, much. Mm-hmm, really, mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm really just like there there'll, there'll be some things that are just like dumb funny, <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't really partake in like uh, memes of him that much. Was a nigger navy? That, that oh, was before. <laughs> 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 that was before his, his presidency, right? But it was still, it was still good. <laughs> yeah, that article on uh, Yahoo. Um, <laughs> or was it? Was it after his inauguration? I don't. I don't. It, it might. It might have been. What? It, 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 thing. That was. That was funny. That was hilarious. Um. Yeah. Yahoo Finance. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was before. That was before the inauguration. Um, and I think yeah so it it hasn't necessarily been memes and this is where the humor I enjoy comes the memes don't center Darth Orange they center the black experience the the things that I find funny they center the black experience in this dystopia so Mm -hmm. like for example oh man it just skipped my mind that's okay though it'll come back to me Nick and Ivy is a great example because it it talks about it centers black people and we're laughing at the absurdity, I think, of some of what is happening and and how mm-hmm. <laughs> and how um, social media has has allowed us to come talk to each other and see each other. I think also y'all pron- people pronounce it romp hymns, but in my mind it's a romp him. So the romp him was hilarious. <laughs> hilarious right. just like two straight days of tears real tears um and all that kind of humor is is what's really really been um building community i think and and helping mm-hmm. people kind of find each other and see each other um mm-hmm. so twitter is crucial twitter is critical to this to these orange years, and I don't know what's gonna happen if they don't get their shit together. So I laugh at the Melania Trump stuff, but then I'm mad. 
because she cost us. Yeah, so you're just laughing mad? How does that happen? I don't know. It's, it's like, all right, well, this is funny, but then I realized, I remember that she's living in New York City costing us a uh, $150,000 a day. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. And That's pretty crazy. It's just, it's, and you know, the, the shit they gave Michelle Obama, Michelle Obama and her mother, and it's just, uh, all that stuff comes back, you know? Mm-hmm. it really does well you know um but i think there can um be bad humor i think when we said we were going to talk about this topic um we were talking about a show that comedy central created mm. um and now i forget now i forget the name of it presidential but, or something um, like that the, so yeah, yeah, something like that. Um, but it, it was centered around Darth Orange, and they got a they got an actor, and I guess they were just like following him around on the day to day, you know, following the president, blah blah. blah. And it, it was it was very off putting, um, especially when because um, I guess how we how I first came across it, um, there was a, a clip from one of the episodes. And he's out and about, and there's a crowd of people around him. And he starts talking to this little black girl. And she's like, you're a disgrace to America. And pulls out her cell phone and starts taking pictures. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I was so confused as to, like, where it came from. I was cracking up, but I was so confused as to where, like, it came from. And lo and behold, it came from this, like, Comedy Central show. Was, and I would yeah. never seen a show like It was a parody. Like it was a parody. Yeah. I had never seen like a show like this about like a public figure like that. I guess um, the closest analog I could think of is they did another show years ago called uh, Little Bush. The Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was it was a cartoon. Um, it had Little Bush, and you know he was you know president or whatever, but he was a kid, and they had little Condoleezza. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, it was it was crazy. Um, they had a little Condoleezza, a little, um, <laughs> a little, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chaney, Dick Chaney. Um, I want to say he would like grumble and shit and it was just, yeah, it was, it was hilarious, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it, it was, it, it wasn't, it wasn't anything like, I guess this, this new show, it was, it was just pretty crazy to me how, um, they just they, they they just took it there, you know what I mean? And I think at that point I was like, all right, see, y'all not really like. I mean, I I, I didn't think they were being serious anyway, but just to see that, and I'm like, all right, y'all, <laughs> let's all calm down. Let's like <laughs> come back to reality, please, because this is like you know, this, this yeah, is a you're right. <laughs> if if it, like their lives, their lives are not threatened by this presidency in the ways that a lot of us have already been impacted and it hasn't even been six months right in the first hundred days people's Mm -hmm. families were broken up you know people um lost their their jobs people were out of work people are um and i'm just talking specifically about the immigrant experience people had been targeted and people had been in 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 put in really really dangerous and and terrifying situations so to see that and then to see all the art that's made around this 
this president, it just makes me so angry because he's not deserving of any of our creativity. Are you kidding mm-hmm. me? No, right. I will mm-hmm. not give you an ounce of my creative energy. That is deserve that. That's only for the people who deserve it and the people I love. But mm-hmm. that particular show that we're talking about had a black girl going up to this president um, caricature and said like you're a disgrace to the country and i remember looking at the video i'm like where are her black parents because (laughs) i would never put my child in that situation and so the video came to us like as a clip you know how twitter kind of just takes the 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 hot take of the video and passes Mm -hmm. it makes it go makes that go viral and so Mm -hmm. when i looked the full video i still couldn't see like black adults she was the only black person there this child, she couldn't be more than 10. And I'm thinking like, why would you put your your black child in a hostile environment like that? What's going on here? And so there's actually a show from, uh, I think Mark, you posted it before, Wonder Shows In, is that how you say it? Wonder mm-hmm. Shows In? Um, that features kids going up and popping off basically and saying some pretty wild <laughs> things. The one that I saw, there was a black girl reporter. Kids on um, the beat. Little black girl. Kids on the street. Kids on the beat. Okay, there we go. See, Mark, Mark's much more versed in this kind of stuff than I am. <laughs> I barely even watch television. But yeah, it was funny. I'm not going to lie. Because she was going up to these like wall street tycoons and asking them (laughs) how do you feel and they'd be like feel about what about the blood all over your hands and you could see like the humor (laughs) there's so there's this kind of there's a latency between when the joke lands and when it actually Uh, hits you can see that you can see that you're like whoa and they like recoil physically um so (laughs) She's and this girl is on it. She's like, here are tissues. Wipe your wipe your tears. And then like, what? my my favorite one was she's like, when the revolution comes, where will you hide? <laughs> and she starts chanting, profit over people or something like that. Profit over people. And they're like, yeah. And then they're like, wait a second, shouldn't it be? people over profit and she shrugs and she's this kid she's like I don't know what it is you tell me um, and that stuff is so cool because you know we 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 place innocence on children at least in America let me let me qualify that in America we place innocence on children in Nigeria not so much because we know children can be some evil bastards sometimes and so <laughs> there's a whole like cultural um, um, cultural translation that needs to happen. Um, but that protect your black children. Please don't send them out into these vulture streets. Right. Yeah. Then, and then you, right. you have to look at which children are being used in these kind of pushback against the, right. the system type situations. And I and I've seen a lot that has been little black girls, and I think that extends from yes. just this idea that just understanding that black women are who they are because the country made them that way. They're strong and they they have to do shit and and 
I guess the the meme is "fuck it, I'll do it." And quote, quote oh, is from a black woman. And I don't know. That's just that's just something I've seen constantly. What do you guys think of that? I agree, and I think I'm not. Again, I don't consume media as much as you guys do, um, so. I'm not really, I don't really um, have as much as uh, a place to draw from so that when I do watch it, it's even more um, flagrant in some ways to see that. There was a woman, and, and let, let me qualify this. I don't want to say that Black people should protect their children because, and, and make it sound as if Black, as if we don't, because we do. And we take care of our own almost a little too much sometimes, <laughs> but we do take care of it. It's not, it's not on the onus. Uh, it's not us. The onus is not on us, you know, to keep our children safe. Our children should be able to play on playgrounds, should be able to walk to school, should be able to get on and off buses without fearing for their lives. Yeah. First and foremost, I just want to put that out there. I'm not saying that, you know, we, that, that it's our fault that this happens to us. I want to make that clear, mm-hmm. but, um, I've seen there's there's a picture from before like during the campaign of this young again he could have been he maybe he was 12 or or he couldn't have been a teenager this young black child this black boy with a flower going up to hug uh, I don't know if he had a flower or he was hugging a police officer in somewhere in the Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. and this image went viral again oh, yeah. um, and I have a very good friend her name is Monique Judge. She's a writer for The Root. Shout out to her. Amazing reporter. And she broke down the politics behind this image on Facebook. And I was like, I'm done. I'm never, I cannot. She's the greatest. Everybody just follow her. She just broke it down, like how they're using this kind of um, imagery to to remove the um, accountability from the system and say, and use this as a token of what uh to to distract us from what's really happening and that was the problem with that pepsi commercial right yes and and you and we're seeing this over and over again and the pepsi commercial of course is a white girl but you you get these images of these police officers playing basketball with kids or 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 having lunch with kids or just doing something that's not killing them it's like well what the fuck mm-hmm. the fuck I get up and go to work every day. Y'all, nobody posting that online saying I'm doing a good job. You know, I right. feed my kids every day. Nobody post that online. Dude, you're supposed to do that. You don't get cookies for being a human right. being. That's not how this works. Right. So. Meanwhile, and it, it's happened. Over the past couple Meanwhile. of weeks, so we've seen a couple situations where, I mean, I, I, I'm. Uh, I got to the point where I can't even watch this stuff anymore. And just this police, these over-policing of black children. I've seen the past couple of weeks, there's at least two or three videos of police officers like punching kids in the faces, slamming kids against the walls in schools. And it's like, I I see the video and I'm like, you know what? I I don't even, I can't even, I can't even right now. I can't even, you know, that's, that's. The white term, uh, hang on, white people. I can't even. <laughs> and, uh, 
But it's like it's like all right, that's reality versus what they're pumping out, right? They're pumping out these these the pictures of this boy with a flower hugging a, a fully. I believe that police officer had on riot gear, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. there he was clad head to toe. And then you got little videos of police officers shooting jump shots with kids and. And, and there was a good funny one where this this these kids crossed over this cop and made him fall, and all the replies was like, "All right, these kids understand if the cop, you know, got mad." But it's, you know, it's not it's not funny, but <laughs> it's funny, right? Right. There was one that scared like the shit out of me because they were stopping random people and giving. Oh, them get the fuck out of here! No, no, yeah. That shit blew my mind and pissed me off. Like, like they were stopping them on the street. What? Yeah, yeah, they were like, like pulling them over. Oh say, no! Hey, want some ice cream? Yeah, and they they pulled over like oh um, like a traffic stop. Like a like a black yeah like like a black woman and oh, maybe like no. her brother or something like that. I was like, what the fuck, man? And they're you know they and they do those like puff pieces yeah. with a writer. Say, good cop does. A human thing that they should be doing anyway, and it's like, um, you know, y'all, y'all are crazy. Like, don't pull me over giving me ice cream. Like, what the fuck? Don't do that. You know what? It's not even that they're crazy, and I get, I understand why we use that term because to to us it feels completely absurd. Why would you do this? You are a symbol of terror. Why would you mm. think that giving me an ice, like freaking the devil, coming up to me and be like, hey? I'm the devil. Have some ice cream. No. Did I just compare the carceral justice system to the devil? I did. So mm-hmm. it's not that they're crazy. It's that they are fully aware and fully able to exploit their power without accountability. Yeah. And from from top to bottom, they're the from killing black men young black men and women old black men and women and getting away with it to not not even just okay let's leave black people out of this right for one imaginary moment their wives a lot of these police officers wives are the first in line um to uh recipients of the violence that that they are capable of but the system protects them coddles them and allows them to perpetrate these violences so it's just they they are aware of their their power and the fact that nobody's going to hold them accountable to it and that nobody that we have designed our country our systems so that they cannot be held accountable it's so maddening which is why to me humor kind of feels hollow sometimes Mm -hmm. not gonna Mm -hmm. lie it feels hollow, mm-hmm. even when it's centered around our blackness, and even when we're laughing at, you know, Yahoo finances, slip of the tongue. It just feels like a lot of us are really in danger just by walking down the street, just by being a black person. So that's mm-hmm. wild. Um, 
anything any other funny things that we can talk about to like kind of balance okay. this out because that just got real depressing <laughs> oh, we can talk about eminem no, being white so, so, so let's talk about eminem's <laughs> being white <laughs> so i'm going to plug uh daco.io once again daco.io and uh, if you have not joined our slack group you're missing out you're absolutely missing out and there is a, so when we're preparing for the podcast we have a channel called podcast ideas and you can just come in come into the channel and put your podcast idea in there it could be as random as this one from mark who absolutely stole it from twitter yeah, I stole it from a, a lot of our topics come from twitter okay there we go <laughs> even better reparations <laughs> Refer- <laughs> <laughs> 40 acres and a joke. Okay, so um, cartoon, cartoons, cartoon M&Ms. So not even like actual M&Ms that you hold in your hand. Cartoon M&Ms from the commercial have white people arm and leg skin, but chocolate bodies under Nobody their Somebody had to make that decision. So, Somebody was like, um, make them white. Exactly. No, but the thing is, it wasn't even like a conscious decision. It's like, of course, of course they're not black. <laughs> what do you mean? That's how whiteness functions. And so there's other examples of this. Like, I remember, I don't remember who, where, which context it was, but just there were kids, some brown kids, there's some white kids, and they needed to, they got like um, candy. Yeah, they got candy to make self-portraits out of themselves, out of candy. And so the white kids just used whatever surface they had. But the brown kids are like, I need some chocolate to make my face, right? The white kids didn't ask for no white chocolate mm-hmm. or some, what, what, like Twinkies or nothing. They just assume, like, they don't see their own color in the way that we do. Yeah, just like so, so wild. the yellow emojis are white people. Just by default. I'm not even going to change the, 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 I'm not even going to change from yellow because yellow is just white. Yes. Mm-hmm. And if you and if they Ooh, change from yellow, it's like yo, what are you doing? Why are you doing the white one? <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to save them? <laughs> oh no, baby! What is you doing? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. It's just it's just by default. I'm never gonna eat M and M's proper <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> They really have white people arms and legs. This is wild. And then they take the shell off and be black as shit. It's like, I feel like (laughs) (laughs) maybe somebody black at Eminem was like, this is how it is to be black in the corporate world. You gotta be white where people can see you. You get home. (laughs) Gotta be be a little white on the outside. You know what I'm saying? You're white to survive in corporate America. But I'm still black. It's true inside. because the sexy Eminem, and I've seen some risky <laughs> Eminem commercials. She's the green, sexy. right? The yeah. sexy one. She'll take off her green shell. The sexy one is the woman. She's the only woman, so she's the sexy one because this is our society. Anyway, so she'll take off her shell and she'll still be white. Or she, and it's not like she automatically, you know, like you think she if she take off her green shell, she all of a sudden be like, yeah have like an african-american vernacular english going on no (laughs) not in this world (laughs) so 
while we're on the topic of, I guess, I, it, it really doesn't have anything to do with M&M's. But, um, so, something that, like, would usually confuse me when I was younger. Um, so, we know about uh, vanilla flavoring, right? Yeah. Uh, vanilla extract. Um, it's oh, yeah. it's brown, right? I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I, I, and, I, and I think I actually might have uh, researched it at one point when this question came up. But how did the... I guess the color vanilla, which is basically like, I mean, and we, and we use vanilla as like, you know, uh, as, you know, analogous to like plain or, or like white, <laughs> like we call, you know, and we have vanilla ice cream, which is white. Yeah. Or and vanilla like, JavaScript. You know, like off white. Right. Right. Uh, as plain, but like, but like the, the actual, like vanilla that's used to make these things is actually like you know black or whatever i thought that was like very interesting um and i guess a good i guess um analogy for i guess <laughs> race relations a little bit i don't know i'm gonna, I'm gonna tease that out and i might write about it we're gonna see what happens but, this is too <laughs> good to be brown that was always interesting <laughs> Right, it's so good. We had to change it to white. Yeah, this is, and then like <laughs> we can't do that. That's that's hilarious. So I pulled up an article on NPR that talks about this, and okay. um, really interesting. It were it was the slaves. It were slaves that taught that cultivated the vanilla plant. Oh my god. Yeah. Of, of, of course it was. <laughs> but, hmm. Yeah, so I'll, I'll put that in the show notes because they go into that. Um, yeah, but chocolate is, is brown. Vanilla is brown. How, how did that happen? I, w- I want to say um, at one point I think it was... I was I was reading something about bread and how it went from you know I guess I guess quote unquote uh, natural bread is more on like the brown side and that whole transition uh, between I guess the uh, like American middle class and it changing to you know white bread. Yeah, I think I think I think Wonder Bread was at the at the genesis of that. Um, as far as like having like bone white bread or whatever, um, I have to find where I was reading up on that. That was also very and it takes so much work to bleach flour. Yeah, yeah, it does. Bleach rice. Bleach, uh, what else do they bleach? Sugar. I guess it's so important for mm-hmm. sugar to be white that they go through this process of. I don't. I don't even know if it. If it. If you get more sugar by doing by turning brown sugar into white sugar, but they go through this process of uh, crystallizing it, or 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 what? Are, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but kind of melting it and then breaking it up again, and sometimes adding bone fragments and just adding additives to it. I'm sorry. You said you said bone fragments. Yeah, so a lot of times. <laughs> so like, are these? What kind of bones? So it could be bones from any animal. So a lot of times, uh, 
vegans and vegetarians might not consider white sugar acceptable because of these things. Wow. Wow. I don't know if I don't know. I didn't know that. I don't know why this is done. Maybe it's just for pure aesthetic reasons. Or maybe they mm-hmm. just get more sugar out of it, but it's done. And it's like, well, just keep this shit brown. Hmm. But can't have that, right? That's interesting. So, yeah. a couple of theories for why vanilla is white is because one theory is that there is a synthetic, cheaper um, imitation vanilla called vanillin, <laughs> and that has. It looks like Coke. It looks like cocaine. Like the one, I, the picture I'm looking at looks like cocaine. So wow. it's white. And um, it was, since it's cheaper, cost a tenth than regular vanilla extract. Um, it was more prevalent and that's how it became white. So people were using the imitation version of um, vanilla because they couldn't afford it. Sounds like a metaphor for my life. And <laughs> so that's how it became. So artificial vanilla essentially, essentially is one way that we associate vanilla with white. And also vanilla was traditionally used to flavor ice cream. So, and you know, ice cream is white because of all the cream from the milk and even the, um, so the vanilla might give it a darker, or a yellowish tint, but it'd still be, you know, Right, or right, white than okay. brown. Yeah. So just yeah, like the sense. association with the food that you're eating is how you would come um, come to make it. Uh, so that's how you would associate it with um, whiteness. However, okay, that makes okay. me think that it's it shouldn't be that hard to switch the association back. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like if you just right. made like vanilla cupcakes and they were, you know, Brown, I don't know how. That right, <laughs> but had like, but I mean, they they would taste vanilla though. They would, but be they brown. be straight up vanilla, and you just yeah. and you just do it at scale. I think, I I think it's just a matter of scale, right? So you just keep marketing it and marketing it and marketing it. It should be able to switch back, snap back. You know, ain't nothing to Kids it. Kids would be so confused. Right? <laughs> That's okay. They'll they'll figure it out. They'll, they'll just you know go see a therapist. <laughs> Um, yeah, we have a little black kids calling themselves vanilla. That'd be, that'd be tight. That'd be tight. That'd be so dope. That's so gonna be vanilla. What you talking about? <laughs> right. I love it. She said dark vanilla. Oh my gosh, freaking hotep poetry would be awesome. I was told by the one hotep dude that nothing in nature is naturally white. So I'm, I'm like, is that the truth? All right. You know. Nothing mm. in nature is naturally white. <laughs> you didn't see this white. dude? So he like standing there with some cauliflower mm. and broccoli talking about how it's unnatural and it's bad. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah yes. the, the Queen yes. Latifah hat on. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, are we talking? Yeah. He's talking not the, the short dude that yeah. was on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. He's not the authority on anything, not even his own pants. <laughs> In fashion, hey. hey, he was he was spitting that truth though about. I mean, sure, sure. About broccoli and cauliflower. And no, I, 
I've actually heard that before. Um, and I, I gotta say though, he probably was from Philadelphia because all the Philly dudes. I'm so serious. I'm from all Philly. the elite. I, I, yeah, I'm about to say more from Philly. It's your peoples. Maybe it's just something in the water. Yeah, I, look, my <laughs> friends are like that because I just had an argument. Okay, then. <laughs> I just had an argument with them about gay people, like our people, basically. And it's just like, look, I can't wow. do this with y'all. Wow. I actually have to have that conversation with like my family too. Like Nigerians are the worst homophobes ever. So that's been fun. And it was it was it, uh, this conversation started. We have a group chat, me and three of my other friends. And one of my friends, he texted early Sunday morning. And he was like, "You got three little black kids would you rather them go to the system meaning like the state foster care or be adopted by gay white dudes and I, I, was this God. your question no this this was a friend a friend of mine's question i was like i'd rather the kids go to a loving okay. family the fuck yeah not a question and you know that started the whole thing and it was just it was ridiculous and come to find out he said it was a real situation i didn't look it up or care to look it up because these niggas made me mad about it but wow. Arguing yeah, about um, like the the my one homie was like, well, maybe if it's God's plan for them to have for them to be in the state and have a good state, I'm like, listen, God's wow. plan for them to be adopted by two dudes. No, 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 never. I that's one thing I don't do on Twitter in real life. I don't argue about the humanity of anybody. That's not what we gonna do. Mm-hmm. Not here. That's really violent, actually. And, <laughs> and when it comes from people you love, people you you know you grew up with, it's like I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta right. change your mind on this because of our relationship. I need for you to be a better person. Right. And eventually, it got to the point where there's ten kids between us, and I said, with those numbers, some of our kids are going to be gay. Like you're going to have a problem with it, or you're going to, or you're going to not have a problem with it. And they just don't, they just mm-hmm. don't see that. Yeah. Um, speaking of like adoption, I want to say, uh, well, no, I know because I'm reading it right now. But um, Texas House passed a bill a couple of weeks ago, yeah, um, allowing discrimination from uh, LGBT guardians uh, to adopt kids. Of course they did. Um, Texas killed Kennedy. It's, it's crazy, man. That's yeah, yeah. It is. That's the reason why. <laughs> The Cowboys are America's team. They had to rebrand themselves. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, that's true. I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Okay. Seriously, after the Kennedy assassination, everybody so at the time people associated the Kennedy assassination with the oil men in Texas because okay. Kennedy was coming down on 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 that situation, and people were talking about how they couldn't travel anywhere, they couldn't get on planes, they couldn't go anywhere and say they were from Texas. Because people hated Texans. Kennedy was killed. Wow. So Texas hired some PR firm. I don't know who they hired. Maybe, I don't know, Bernays or somebody. I don't know if he's enough. But they hired a PR firm. The Cowboys is rebranded as America's team. And now Texas is okay. But Texas still do shit that 
that's very questionable. Like, like you said, that's very that's Texas. Cra- that's crazy. I wonder if that's where um, the whole "Don't mess with Texas" came from. Like that whole. It probably era. did. Huh. That's, that's why. Interesting. So and I'm not y'all... moving to Texas. <laughs> we know, and <laughs> so I'm I'm in Dallas right now. Uh, about to buy a house. Uh, and I mean, to, mm, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I want to say like, you know, you, you stick to like the metropolitan areas and you're good, but then there's laws like this and I'm just like, nah, you're not good. Like, why would you even want to like move here? Um, and then the school book situation, I mean, that's just wild too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What I, is I, the I school book I, situation? Um, so they've been, they've been doing a lot with their, uh, with their textbooks. Um, the most, I mean, the most recent thing I can remember is, uh, rewriting, uh, the slave trade, um, and writing, writing it as, uh, them coming over as like indentured servitude. And basically like the word slave was kind of ripped, uh, ripped in mass from that. Just that whole. That's section. another reason to appease um, white feelings. No other reason at all. Right. Right. Um, and I mean, just and it, it's it's you know it's it's the same thing I guess across the south where um, you know you get these evangelicals in these positions and they're just kind of like you know rewriting whether it be like evolution whether it be like you know slave trade or stuff like that they're just doing whatever they want to like textbooks and stuff like that um and i mean really even when you know we were in school it's not like um i mean the 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 winners write the history books right so i mean it's it's not like um you know our, our books were i guess any different it's just a bit more like flagrant now because you know they've been given so much you know, power to do these things now. Um, yeah, it's just it's just wild. Yeah, it's wild. I don't. I don't. We need a revolution. <laughs> like how <laughs> even? Funny. How even? All right. Well, <laughs> we got one more thing yeah. to talk about. <laughs> yeah, let's move to something lighter. <laughs> yeah, we keep we keep going light and then ending on these really heavy topics. White people. That's why Seriously, you white join. people, Because yeah. it's, it's, a common it's all thing. white people's fault. Actually, actually, I mean, here's my um, ethos, philosophy. Yeah, you know what? That you're right. It's 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 all white people's fault. However, um, I deliberately center the black experience in anything that I do. So in anything that I talk about, so th- I can only go so so much talking about crazy as white people before i'm like okay right. so what are we gonna do mm-hmm. about it um right, right. and but i've i've realized that a lot of people just enjoy ragging on white people again because it's catharsis mm-hmm. um and it feels it feels good not gonna lie but to me like <sighs> i'm in a corner sharpening a machete just tell me where to go where you tell me when to go at the 95 mm-hmm. snoop awards i was right about that for anybody <laughs> Yes, he we was have right. 
we'd like to make a correction to last week's episode. Um, Snoop did have a machete up on that stage, and he was threatening the whole entire East Coast. <laughs> Yo, the Source Awards was live. That's what I would. I would Can go. You I would imagine Twitter. <laughs> Could you even like we would break Twitter if the Source Awards? Honestly, like, honestly that was yeah. wild. Honestly, like oh my god, I would I would go back and I would go to every Source Awards. Every I think that would be a dope time traveling um, episode because I, a lot of times when Black people talk about time traveling, they say we can't go nowhere in time, and I'm like, no, it's not true. You could go back to '95. <laughs> At the source, <laughs> right. right? Exactly. And sit in the front row, you could exactly. do that. Exactly. <laughs> would y'all, if y'all went back in time, would you, would, <laughs> would you do like dude in hot tub time machine and just make all the hit songs as your own? <laughs> so you go like ninety five. You release like, oh no, it was hot back then before the artist had a chance to release it. Release oh all God. the '96 mixtapes, yeah, like all the stuff that dropped in '96. Like yeah. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Oh my, oh my God, that would be amazing! Wow. I'd go back to '95 and set up like a blockchain um, server that no. would start mining it, so that by the time I caught up with myself, I'd be like a trillionaire. Or something. Wow. I worked with a guy. And then, yeah. In 2011, at the porn place I worked at. I don't know if I told you about that. But he was into Bitcoin heavy. And they were like $20 at the time. And I'm like, I'm not spending $20 on that shit. They only need 3000 or something <laughs> like that. They're, it's kind wow. of ridiculous. I remember reading about a guy who was digging through a landfill looking for a hard drive that had some block, some Bitcoin on it. And I was like, this is the whitest people white shit ever. <laughs> there are people in freaking Mexico digging through land landfills to eat. You're looking for some bits. But how much how much was it on there though? Does it matter? He's digging through mm-hmm. trash. <laughs> if there's a couple million dollars, then all he gotta do is dig through some trash. You're right, you're right. But still. That's a lot of trash. A That's a lot. Like a landfill. This wasn't That's like a, a dumpster. Where are you even starting? Was a landfill? <laughs> exactly. Like, oh, the hard drive's got to be over here. No, nah, it's not right how it works, homie. You gotta no, go. and they did this piece on him like it was a real puff piece. Like, wow, yeah. this. Like, they didn't pay. They didn't. They just made it seem normal. Like, yeah, by the way, let's go to Jimmy out by the landfill. This is Robert. He's been digging here for the last three weeks looking for his hard drive. Like, they just made it seem normal and, like, this is an everyday thing. Like, they were reporting about a cat stuck up in a tree. No, and they no, always no. add more trash he's and saying, shit and he getting frustrated. I wonder if he found it. Can you imagine? You know, he probably I, found I, it in nobody, just rich somewhere. Just Good for him because <laughs> Bitcoin is really worth a lot of money at this time. So, somebody posted a Cripwalk tutorial um, by a white woman in our dat code Slack just now. Of course, that was Mark. <laughs> so 
<laughs> you should join that code and go to the random channel and um, enjoy that. Mm -hmm. um, Mark, you were saying you were on a group chat. Yeah, with my friends. With some, like, what what do you use for group we chat? We just text, just SMS. Oh, okay. okay. Group text. Yeah, I use um, I I use GroupMe. We're on GroupMe right now. GroupMe. Okay. Um, I guess I guess before that we were on Hangouts, and they never updated with new features. So like, are you talking right. about Google Hangouts? Yeah, Google Hangouts. Listen, um, when we talk about freaking tech that never fails to fail, Google <laughs> we Hangouts. We use every day. It's does really? it fail? Yeah. It's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> Thank you. It's horrible. Now that they rebranded it to Google Meet. <laughs> there was somebody on Twitter um, and they had, I'm sorry, I'm going to do this. They had a matrix um, GIF because there was an announcement no, that good. Google made. Google, sorry, GIF. They had a good <laughs> GIF. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And so there's a scene at the beginning, um, uh, about 25% of the way into the Matrix, where half the cast dies. <clears throat> and one of the characters, is, she goes, not like this, not like this. And then, like, she dies. And so oh, there's yeah, this, yeah, yeah so <laughs> there's the, the, the gif of her going, not like this, not like this, right next to the announcement that Google Hangout was leaving and it was turning into Google Meet. And the guy was like, not like this, not like this. And I fell out because yeah, Google Hangouts, I've never had, I've maybe had three successful calls and they were all the calls that we did last summer when we were doing our weekly standups. Mm. <laughs> that was like the <laughs> most success I've gotten out of um, Google Hangouts. But you know, Google keeps iterating. They're a big old company. They got their ABCs now, so. They can do whatever they want with the tech that fails. They just roll it into speaking, another product. <laughs> speaking of meat, back to English man trash. So there's meat, M-E-E-T, <laughs> and then there's <laughs> meat, as in the, the, the meat that you eat. So that's, that's another. Also, live and live, <laughs> spelled the exact same way. <laughs> live, live right? and live, yep. <laughs> right. There's also read and read. Yep. Read and read, yep. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> oh, God. Effect, effect. I mean, it's not the same word, but what? effect and effect. Oh, yeah, well, that's just other people's fault for getting that wrong all wrong the time. Every day. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to find another word. And I'm like, oh, if I can use another word, it's effect. <laughs> and and if, if there's another way like some people there's affect which is effect which is a there's effect and then you pronounce it in a different way affect and it means a completely different thing i don't know what it means but i've heard some really smart people really? say it yeah yeah huh. yeah the more you know shooting star it's wild because <laughs> there's just words just sitting out there in the google in the in the english language like landmines and then when you step on them, they blow up in your face like, ah, you thought I was this. You know what I recently nope. learned that, blew, that kind of blew my mind? And I'm going to get it wrong. 
somebody in the comments correct me or somebody on Twitter who's listening to this. But is it post-noun pluralization or pre-noun pluralization or something? So the example I've always, I've been hearing since I learned about it, is attorneys general. Not attorney general. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying to think of another use. Um, um, it's, mm. co- you know, cul-de-sac, which is a French mm-hmm. word. So if you're talking about multiple cul-de-sac, it's col- It's spelled C-U-L-S de sac. So the that's Cold another version. Sac. Yeah, but you don't pronounce, oh. you don't say the S. You just, you know, you just imagine in your head. What? <laughs> That, no, actually, what? that's that's French. That's French's fault. That's the French language. That's French. Okay. Yeah, that's French. But we have it in in um, in, in English. Wow. So is it like pre-noun pluralization? I don't know what it is, but that's cool. Attorneys general. Yeah, and I, I don't know any other usage, but I hear it all the time. Now. I'm like, oh, yes, that shit I learned about. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting. I feel like I. I feel like I had other uses, but I can't think of it right now. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Where'd you learn that? I don't even know. Online somewhere. Oh, it gets even better in American in American English. It's attorneys general, but in British English, it's attorney generals. See, see, <laughs> trash from coast to coast. <laughs> Look at American English trying to be different. Um. So, any other tech that always my car that fails to fail? Um, oh yeah, you were yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, I was talking about the car. Yeah, yeah every yeah. time. <laughs> what kind of car do you have? I have a, a BMW. So every time I fill up the gas tank, I like. Excuse us. Yeah. I like the a five series. I like to restart the odometer, the trip meter. <laughs> I'm just saying this, just so you have a, a clear picture. So I like to see how many miles I get out of a tank. And the, the thing to tell you, like, estimated miles remaining. And every time it's, like, over 400. And I never get 400. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, maybe this time I'll get 400. Maybe this time. Never. It only, it always goes to, like, 300 at the most. So that's tech that just never Are happens. you driving it too empty, though? No, but I don't. No, but I don't think it's going to be 100 miles okay, left with, you- like, an eighth of a tank. 16 how do you know <laughs> i'm not willing you've to, never tried i'm not willing to take that chance <laughs> no okay but what you should do is get a gas tank <laughs> and then you run it out <laughs> until it's empty and then see where it is and then hey you got so somebody you know, could be like this broke boy filling up his car with <laughs> <laughs> no you're not a broke boy you're resourceful <laughs> See? All right. It's all about a, a random person. I don't want anybody. <laughs> you know what? I feel that too. Cause I, um, I mean, I drive. I don't, I don't drive a five series. You know what I mean? I got like, you know, my little Dodge Challenger or whatever. You in the military? Um, sometimes. Nah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> See. That's why I want another car. Cause that's the meme. Every every time I hear them jokes, I laugh. But then I cry a little inside. Cause I'm like, nah. I'm not, you know, I'm not no 
I'm not no military fuckboy, you know what I mean? I'm just, you know, a regular coder, you know what I mean? Regular geek. I just like I just like muscle cars, you know. Sue me. Is it orange? <laughs> oh my <No>. gosh. <laughs> Dude, they showed Doobie having them bright colors, don't it? Like <laughs> see the orange or, or yellow or, or yellow, like, yeah. <laughs> just or red, bright, <laughs> bright, bright as fuck. Nah, I, I I got a I got a black one. Um, all black everything. I heard that for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, so you wear all black too, or you just talk about your car? <laughs> well, actually, no, I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't wear all black currently. Okay, so but, all black um, some things. That's okay. yeah, all, all black some things. Um, I'm actually like working on my. My, my uniform so I'm gonna buy like a gang of black v-necks and that's just gonna be you gotta get a gold chain too just and, my, and my and my and my dope kicks <laughs> yeah I'm, I might I might go, go ahead and get uh you know the the, the Cuban links you know what I mean do it <laughs> tell, us, tell us about I'm your Dodge idea. Challenger first yeah yeah um so it's uh it's black you know I got I got the little a little twenty inch rims on it. Um, I have to uh, I have to get tints on the windows again because I had to take them off to get my inspection sticker or whatever. But yeah, so like um, whenever I like run out of gas, I'm just like because sometimes I'll like it'll it'll be right to the to the notch on the E or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. and, and before you know before it goes all the way E, it'll let you know hey you need gas. But I'll like forget sometimes and. Gas station is like right up the street from my house, and a couple of times where I just forgot to get gas, and I'd run out like right when I get to the gas station. It's ridiculous, but yeah, I'd be like, I'd feel like totally embarrassed. Like, how many miles you go? <laughs> I'm driving this nice ass car, and I can't even keep gas in it. Um, you know what? I haven't even been keeping count lately. Um, uh, I think I, I get like. I probably get like twenty three, twenty four to a gallon. Good. Um, and I'm and I'm driving mostly highway um, to work and back. Um, How fast do you drive? Because that also could impact. Like if you're ah. okay, <laughs> damn. I go <laughs> nah. I don't. I don't go like um. So in so in Texas, uh, even though everything else is shitty, uh, the highways, um, you can go. Uh, I think the speed limit is like seventy five. Okay. So I'm probably doing like you know, eighty thereabouts. I do eighty here, and the, the speed limit is fifty-five. I'm surprised you're not doing like ninety. Oh god! Wow. Yeah. Don't don't get pulled over, please. Um, over the guy. I don't know. I don't so know if they have. That's I- why you don't get no. That's why you don't get three. That's why you only get three hundred miles. You're at eighty. What are you doing? Like I bet if you. <laughs> If you're at 55, you yeah, but I don't go on the highway. Five hundred miles. I park like twelve miles away from my house. Why are you driving eighty miles? No, I'm saying when I do go on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, usually, uh, I mean, I, at least I know with my car. Um, you get, you actually get better mileage driving on the highway. Um, if, if, if you think mm-hmm. with the highway, yeah, because um, there's no start and stopping. Yeah. Right. So maybe again, there you could probably get that four hundred plus. You just haven't found optimal driving conditions to to get there. I don't know. Relying. Try. 
that computer. <laughs> Another tip that fails. That's a, a goddamn liar and like is I don't know. It's a I don't know what it, what to call it. It's a devil yeah. from the pit of hell. But my microwave. <laughs> a microwave. Sometimes, sometimes right. some of the buttons work. Sometimes they don't. Like I can't push one, so I'd be wanting to do like one fifty, and I got to do like ninety nine. Get a new microwave. <laughs> What's the difference between ninety nine and one fifty? And I'd be like, oh, it's the same. You know, it's just. <laughs> no, speaking of like, you're right. Yeah, microwave finicky. Yeah, speaking of like, I guess cookware. My the oven in this apartment, like, I don't know what its deal is, but it actually like. I guess burns hotter than it it should. Like, so uh, I set the oven on like three fifty, and you know, throw my little pizza in there, and they're like, okay, twenty minutes. And after fifteen minutes, it's burnt, and I'm like, what the fuck? Why is this oven? Why is this oven running so hot? Like, is it, is it a frozen pizza? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's like a, yeah, it's like like a, well, no, not frozen, because I usually, um you know, take it out to, like, defrost or whatever. Don't um, defrost it. Just stick it in the oven. That's why your pizza's burning. Just stick nah. it in the oven. I'm pretty sure <laughs> the I mean, package frozen. tells you to do that. But I mean, okay, okay, well, well I mean, I, I just use pizza as an example, but I mean, it's, it's really, like, anything I put in the oven, I have okay, to, like, I see meticulously watch it because I don't yeah. know how because the oven has a mind of its own yeah right yeah. is it gas or electric yeah it's electric yeah yeah it's just weird I've yeah. never used electric kitchenware aside from a microwave all the stoves I've ever had are gas I would not know really? what to do I have one of those glass top ones and my landlord was all, Yo. make sure you clean it off and do all that. He gave me all this special spray. That should never be used. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm interested to use, because the, so the house that I got actually came with um, one of those stoves with the, with the glass top. Oh, nice. And that just seems like amazing to me because I hate cleaning stove tops. So you got to like... Pull out the eyes yeah. and the little dish under it, and I'm just like, this is a mess. But that, <laughs> so the glass tops just seems yeah, like yeah. If you don't take thing. care of it, it gets dirt or black spots and all that, you know, from the stuff burning on it, and it's hard to clean it off like mine. Right. Yeah. But if you if you burn something like plastic, it'll come right off. I learned that a couple of times. Nice. <laughs> Good to know. All right. Well, this has been fun. Um, yeah, it has. Do we have anything else that we want to cover just so that people get their full one hour's worth? Yes. Um, nah, I think we're good. Um, just wanted to plug the uh, survey one more good time. Um, we're coming up on the last days of our Black Developer Survey. Um, so if you haven't done that yet, well... Actually, I don't know why I'm saying this right now because when this podcast comes out, it'll be over. So you know what? <laughs> womp womp womp. But um, yeah, so the survey's over on the 27th, and once that's over with, we'll um, gather up all the data we've collected and we'll let you guys know about it. Um, so I guess look, be on the lookout for that. 
um, check out our blog at blog.datco.io. We're doing some cool stuff. Um, we'll be talking about the uh, different projects that we're working on um, and, and other stuff uh, like community updates. We'll post them there. Um, if you haven't yet, um, like Ann said, check out www.datco.io to join the Slack group. We're so much fun. You'll love hanging with us, talking with us, um, and even hop with hop on the podcast with us if you like. Um, yes. We, we we invite everyone to uh you know if they, if they like to hop us hop on the podcast with us. Um, follow us on Twitter at Talk That Code. Um, check out other episodes for the podcast. We're on. SoundCloud at Talk That Code. Uh, we're on iTunes and we're on Google Play. So, I mean, you don't really have an excuse. We're everywhere. Go find it. Take a listen. Let us know what you think. Um, we're always open to feedback. Yeah. Any uh, last words for our guests as we round up? Nope. I'm good. Okay. Well, I just want to say thank you again to Mark. And Jermaine for joining me on this episode of Talk That Code. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. And I hope to see you in the Slack on that random channel or the Podcast <laughs> Ideas channel. Learn how to crip walk. Um, learn how to crip walk. <laughs> Jesus, yes. We've got tutorials there for everything. And yeah, tell us about your English language woes. I'd love to hear some of those. All right, that's it for this week. We will see you next time. Take care.